Hello, welcome back to the Chilled Society. I'm Hannah, and I'm... I don't know. I don't know how I am today. And I'm Katie, and I'm still here! Woo! Always. Yeah. Uh, so, we... <laughs> remember how we had the whole season, like, planned out? You know, we I think we mentioned that a couple uh-huh. episodes ago. It's kind of gotten flipped on its head. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, it'd just be like that, you know? <laughs> Things happen. Yeah, things happen. Schedules get all... Wonky. Wonky. That's a good word. I was going to say something completely different, but that's okay. Wonky's a good word. Um, I don't know. I, I'm in a I'm in a strange mood today for reasons I cannot disclose on the podcast. Mm. Because it is related to my personal life. <laughs> um, Katie's heard all about it. That was what you were yep. greeted with this morning, was me crying. So, that's good. Um, we're talking about school today. Also related to crying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Um, neither of us are in school. Nope. <laughs> let's just, let's just put that out there. Neither of us are in school. Um, I've been thinking about going back, low-key. Yeah? Yeah. What? Either business or going for my master's. I haven't decided yet. I also want to go back to school. Ooh. For what? <laughs> So, there's so many thoughts. Valid. That's so valid, yeah. honestly. So many things. Like, I wanted to do, um... Oh, my God. Words. Archaeology. Ooh. Archaeology's nice. Yeah. That's a fun one. Mm. Or, like, history. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then because we talked about... Uh, the store, also business. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like business would be very useful to have. At least one of us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I, oh, I forgot to mention my G Fuel. It's not actually a caffeinated G Fuel. It's a hydrated one. A hydration one. However, I don't think I like it. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, I think something just happened to the camera. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. It's fine. Unfortunate. I think the tripod's a little crooked, and it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's a little wait today. Uh, it's not picking. Okay, are we good? Sorry, I had to adjust the microphone. Uh, I noticed I was very like quiet on my screen. It's just one of them days. It really is. Um, I don't think I like it that much. I think I've come to realize that I don't like G Fuel's pineapple flavor. Mm. Besides the pineapple passion fruit Tetris one, it's the only one I like. Because I didn't like Battle Juice, and that was pineapple. I had MFAM Punch today, and it's very heavily pineapple, and I just don't like it. It tastes weird. So, nothing against MFAM, MFAM Punch. I just I just think it's their pineapple that I don't like. Because I don't even think the can was bad. I think it's just the pineapple in, the, like, the powder. It doesn't taste good. Did that we? happens. I don't even remember if we got a can of that. Now I have to think. And starfruit is reminds me of the pineapple flavor, and I don't like starfruit either, so mm. that that probably explains a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. Well, good. Good. See, good. perfect for the episode, learning. School. Ugh. Um, we were going to talk about, like, school stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to do, I don't know which we want to do. You know, like, do we want to do high school? Do we want to do college? A mix of both? Uh, like, we can do a mix of both. Yeah. Um, 
Miss Hawk. I remember more from. No, I, I think it did. I remember an even amount. Yeah. I was in like high school for longer, but like I remember an even <laughs> amount. Um, I was rewatching. Okay, so last night I planned on going to bed at like midnight, and I stayed up till one thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched all of the marching band videos. From my, not all of them, but I watched quite a few from my junior and senior year. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, oh, I miss this. Like, it's been five years since my last year of marching band. That's insane. That's actually crazy to me. Five? Yeah. I started my senior year five years ago. Oh, yeah, because I graduated five years ago. Yeah. Five-ish years ago. Which is insane. Yeah. That's insane to me. We, uh, at work the other day, we were talking about time mm-hmm. and how crazy it is, because one of the people I was working with graduated in 2013, mm-hmm. somebody else graduated in 2015, and then one of my managers was just like, you guys are young, I graduated in 2007, and I was just like, <laughs> time is weird, because, like, <laughs> I didn't picture you being 33, like, yeah. that, that is not how I pictured that guy. Yeah. I was just like, I pictured you being, like, 25. But I'm 23. So, so like, time is so weird. Time is weird. I don't know. And, like, the manager graduated with my brother. So, like... Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, call out to Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. And, like, so I got on my other YouTube account that's on the TV because I was like, I wonder what I have on here. And that's how I found the marching band videos. And for some reason, apparently I was watching your class's graduation at one point. I don't, I don't know. I think, well, and then I went on to the channel because it was like the TV, big quotations around that. Because, you know, it's not really a TV channel. (laughs) Um, For the school, I went on their page and like, there's no videos of my class, like at all. Not our Barker Day, not our graduation, nothing. So I think maybe I watched your class's graduation thinking it was mine. Oh. And it wasn't. <laughs> Possible. So, but I think they might have had a second channel, and that's where all the stuff for my class mm. went. I think. I don't know. And, like, if you go all the way back, there's videos from, like, 2010. And I was like, oh, I know you. Because I you were at my, like, elementary, middle shared school I almost said the name of it for for a couple years while I was there so I know who you are it was weird it was real weird yeah it's oh it's very strange to think about time mm-hmm. and how it passes by like I can't believe five years has already passed since like I've graduated I feel you like, that's that's so weird to think about yeah it's strange it's so like, strange also, it's very strange how kids born in, like, 2007 or later are, like, using some of the high school stuff from, like, 2010 and stuff. It's like, oh, my God, I wish I would have been there in that time. Like, what? What? <laughs> I saw like, a few- were the 90s? Like- <laughs> yeah, like, us with the 90s. Like, and so, like, I get it. That's probably how people who went to high school and, like, middle school and stuff in the 90s feel when we're like, oh, my God, I wish I would have grown up then. But, like, it's just weird. Because it's, like, I feel nostalgia for, like, 2010 to 2013, 14-ish. Mm-hmm. Because 
I lived through it. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, man, imagine if we went back to, like, the terrible chevron print shirts and <laughs> all that stuff. Like, just thinking about that galaxy leggings. Oh, like, yeah. all that stuff. And all these kids are like, man, I wish I could have gone to high school then. It looked like it was so much fun. Like, what? What? <laughs> like, it, it makes me feel sad. Because <laughs> it's like, man, I lived through that. Because I had family friends older than me so I knew about what was going on at the mm-hmm. high school and stuff and I knew a few of their high school friends so it's like I lived through that yep. and you want to go back to it and you're nostalgic for it and you didn't even live through it <laughs> like it's weird it's so weird it really is <laughs> like oh my god and people all the people in the comments were like I graduated high school in 2011. Why are you nostalgic for this? Like, why do you want it to come back? Like, why do you wish you were in high school then? Like, and I don't even think it was, like, a good time. No, <laughs> like, not even necessarily a good time. It was just, like, there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's so weird to think about. And it sucks being in that weird, like, specifically, we've talked about this before, Specifically, like, 97-ish, 98 to, like, 2001, how we're that weird generation. Like, I really feel it now. Like, I really feel it now. (laughs) Because, like, I think Gen Z technically goes to 2009, maybe. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, 95 to 09 or something like that. I can't remember specifically. I know for a fact 2009 is the last Gen Z born year because uh, Gen Alpha, I think it is, is 2010 on. Excuse me? Yeah. So, but honestly, anyone younger than, like, 2004 or maybe 2005 to me feels like they're part of that next gen. Like, you guys were not part of the same era we were. Right. Because, like, at least to some degree, kids from, like, 2002 to 2005 also had some of the same experiences Mm. we did to some degree, you know? Especially with technology. It's just so weird. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. Uh, Like, what's next? Are forms going to start making a comeback? Because I used to spend all my time on forms. Like, the Hunger Games role-playing website, I used to spend all my time on that site. Are those going to start making a comeback next? Like, is this the circle of life? Like, Oh, oh my God. I hope not. <laughs> like, are we just... Like, okay, I would be fine with forms coming back. I'm not going to lie. But, like, that makes me feel old. That makes me feel so old. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, man, forms are kind of obsolete. And I'm like, huh? What do you mean? What do you mean forms are obsolete? That's where I spent my entire childhood. <laughs> Shout out to twilightsucks.net. I was on there a lot, too. Oh, my God. What was I watching the <laughs> other night? Where's my mouse? Found it. Oh, Sean was watching clips of Twilight yesterday. And I forgot how bad it was. Because I was a Twilight person. That was my stuff. You guys had Harry Potter and I had Twilight. <laughs> That's how it was. And I forgot how terrible it was. Like, it's so dramatic for no reason. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh. Oh, I will show you a clip. Because there's a clip <laughs> of them playing baseball in the first movie. 
<laughs> freaking baseball. And it is so dramatic for no reason. It's n- not needed to be that dramatic. Like, at all. Like, it's so bad. And then there's, after that clip, there's another clip of her, like, she has to leave town for some reason. Re- reason? <laughs> oh, boy. She has to leave town. And so she's, like, going, collecting all of her stuff from, like, her bedroom and the bathroom. And she goes in between it, like, two or three times while her dad is just standing there being like, can't you just think about it? (laughs) What is going on? That movie was so bad. The acting, not great. And, like, it sucks, too, because all of the actors in it are good. Yeah. It's just what they were given, I feel. You know? Because the books aren't good. Terrible. I told Theo the other day, I was like, I have realized that I think I need to read Twilight. Because I'm experiencing, like, severe imposter syndrome with my writing. And, like, Mm -hmm. um, just how I do everything. Because I got an idea for a fairy novel, and I don't really read fairy novels. And I, like, it's kind of cliche. Cliche, sorry. And, I don't know. I just, I feel like I need to read it to understand true, terrible writing so I don't feel as shitty about myself. (laughs) Like, I literally went to college for writing. I'm not bad, but I'm experiencing imposter syndrome because of it. Uh Yeah, it was just terrible. I forgot how terrible it was. Because when I was younger, I didn't care about the acting or whatnot. I was like, oh my god, I love this. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I can't watch it. Like last night, I was just like, "Please turn it off. Please, this is so bad. It it terrible. <laughs> Honestly, terrible." Oh boy, my mom loves the Twilight movies. I um, I remember. Okay, listen, if you. I'm going to say spoiler warning, but if you don't know this by now, are you living under a rock? Okay. I saw the terrible CGI of Renezme from Breaking Dawn Part 2. I think it was Part 2. What the hell was that? Also, also, the fact that Jacob, who was literally like 18, was like, I'm going to date your two-year-old daughter when she's old enough. Like, that's weird. That's weird. That's so messed up. What the hell? Also- Thing. <laughs> what, what kind of name is Renesme? Oh, it was a mix of the one, the two mothers' names. It's so stupid. It's bad. And doesn't Jacob call her Nessie at some point? And yeah. Belly's like, Belly, <laughs> Bella's like, you named, you're nicknaming her after the Loch Ness monster, yeah. and she's yeah. so mad about it. It was right after she had woken up. What the hell? Yeah, it was terrible. I hate it. I really hate it. <laughs> you have never seen it, but it is terrible. <sighs> and, okay, I also know, because again, I was on Twilight Sucks, so I know about the books, obviously. I've never seen the movies. I was kind of forced to watch a little bit of the first one, and then I was like, no, I fucking hate this. We're turning it off. Um, <laughs> um, in Breaking Dawn, there's like a fight. Between the, is it the Volteri? Or the Volturi, or whatever. Yeah. And the Colin clan. Mm -hmm. 
and the dad dies, but he doesn't actually die because it was all a dream. Yeah. And, like, something stupid happens and all the Volturi are just, like, dead or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay, it wasn't a dream. It was one of Alice's visions. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Um, and I watched that movie in theaters when it came out. And I went with... Oh, who did I go with? I don't remember who I went with. But I went with somebody. And we were both crying at that scene. Oh, my God. Because we thought he had died. Oh, no. And I was... Um, and then when he wasn't dead, I was so mad. I was like, he's not dead. I'm wasting my emotions. Like, um, also, also, I feel like roasting Twilight is fine because Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon. So great. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. So it's fine. Mormons deserve to be roasted, honestly. Oh my God. Like, flamed. Bitch. Yeah. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. That doesn't mean all Mormons are bad. I know, but she's terrible. But she considers herself a... Okay. Never mind. Never mind. I'm... Mm -hmm. The more I learn about Stephanie Meyer, the angrier I get. That's why I stopped reading about her. And then I continue to read about her anyway. Was she the one that wrote Cinder? Or was that somebody else? No, that's Marissa. Marissa Meyer. Okay. Cinder's pretty good. Also, uh, I have you ever been on the... Hello. This is so terrible. Have you ever seen anything about the 9-11 to Twilight Pipeline? No. What goes on? So, if 9-11 hadn't happened... MCR, My Chemical Romance, would oh, not exist. Oh, yes. Because yeah. My Chemical Romance was formed because Gerard yeah. wrote a song because he saw 9-11 happen. And therefore, MCR would not have influenced Stephanie Meyer to write Twilight. Therefore, Twilight would not exist. Wasn't, wasn't <laughs> a, another thing based on Twilight? Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, Fifty Shades of Grey would not exist. Great. You're Great. welcome. You're welcome for that. That's truly one of the most cursed things about living is knowing <laughs> that there's like an entire pipeline of 9-11 happened, therefore 50 Shades of Grey exists. Like that's insane to me. Any one of those things does not happen, we don't get 50 Shades of Grey or Twilight. Like Okay, who <laughs> who who in their mind has nothing to do with that pipeline? But who in their mind? Looks at Twilight. <laughs> and they're like, I want that guy to choke me. Right? Like, right? Right? Like, what? <laughs> like, that, like, somebody read or watched those movies, read those books. Yes. And it was just like, mmm, Edward. <laughs> like, he has the personality of, like, a piece of bread. Like, <laughs> and he, stalk, he stalks Bella, doesn't oh he? Like, yeah. that's how they end up together. He, like, stalks her. Uh -huh. That's weird. That's really weird. What the hell? But the, the thought, that, <laughs> the thought that somebody, like, read those books or watched those movies and was just like, mm, I want that man's to tie me up or choke me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> and then they were like, I'm gonna write a three or four book series on this. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. What like, goes on? 
I don't know. Please base your books on a better character. Right. Not right. Edward. Come on. Which, ugh. okay, it's coming back. Fuck the book after. I hate that book. What? Ugh. Like, listen, I get it. Harry Styles is attractive. Harry Styles is a beautiful man. I love him. Why the hell would you write some weird BDSM fanfic where he stalks you and then call him Harden in the published version? What the hell is that? I want a puncher. What the fuck is that? What is the name Harden? I'm sure someone has the name Harden. They're like, what the fuck, man? Just for the purpose of that book, it's a terrible name. You literally could have gone with any other name. And you picked Harden. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad. Oh my god. I also didn't think to put... Okay, so... This is related to school, I promise. Because Twilight, we read it in school. That was popular while we were in school. Yeah. Now I'm going down in the pipeline. school. Yeah. For me, yeah. yeah. Now I'm going down the pipeline of books that were popular while we were in school. And I forgot to put... Novel after this one, Divergent. What the fuck was that? I actually really liked Divergent. Why? The first book's good. The mm-hmm. other two are terrible. Oh, yeah, Why no. did we let that book series get as big as it did? Like, because the movie. That's true. I just. It's just not good. It's and, not. And the movie did not match up. No. With the book. No. And they didn't that. even finish the. They didn't even finish the movie series because it flopped so hard after the first one. And then The Hunger Games was also very big. Yeah. Listen. The Hunger Games deserves everything. Everything. Every bit of hype. Everything. Mm. It deserves it all. This is also kind of becoming a book episode from the looks of it because we were supposed to talk about school stories and we're not. Um... Excuse me, I burped. The Hunger Games deserves every bit of hype and love and adoration that it gets. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of it. Is, like, obviously, The Hunger Games is not necessarily the best written novel. There's very few novels that are the best written novel of all time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, most of the books I love are probably not even in most people's top 100 for best written books of all time. But The Hunger Games is up there. It's definitely up there. Like, when you look at all the themes in it, like, everything, how the plot circles back around, it's just so good. It's so good. And I'm so excited for the prequels movie to come out. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. I'm so excited. And I hope this reinvigorates, like, interest in dystopia and The Hunger Games and everything. Because, like, I want more from The Hunger Games universe. The Hunger Games... If they're willing to do it. The Hunger Games is one of those movies or books that you can still go back to and read or watch. Yes. And there's many books or movies that you can't. Yeah. They're just so poorly made. And so this... The Hunger Games... I've noticed a lot that people who read The Hunger Games or Harry Potter, which... I think I've mentioned it before. I don't support JKR, like, at all. Mm-hmm. But Harry Potter's part of my childhood, so, you know. Um, people who read Harry Potter or The Hunger Games when they were growing up have gone back to read them now that they're young adults or older adults, and it hits a lot harder now. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot harder. And, like, I definitely see why. 
Like, you look at Harry's upbringing in Harry Potter, like, Petunia and Vernon abused him. Like, Dudley was terrible to him. The Hunger Games is about kids killing each other. Like, like you go back and you look at it and it's like, oh, wow. Like, that shit hurts. Like, it hurts your feelings hard. Like, I would love Suzanne to do more in the Hunger Games series. I don't know if she will. But I would love for her to do more in the series because I just love it mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> it's The Hunger Games is one of the books that I think is going to be, I think I've said this before too, a modern classic. It, it really is. Like, I can see that being taught in 100 years. I really can. Because there's so many important themes and important things that come out of The Hunger Games that I think is important for kids to learn. Yeah. <laughs> also... This is definitely a spoiler, 100%, because I know people are reading The Hunger Games for the first time. I know that's more common than Twilight. So major spoiler alert. The fact that the whole series starts with Katniss saving Prim and then Prim dies in the end. Oh, it's so, like, it's so awful because you want Prim to live, but in terms of the actual story and the progression of Katniss's character, it's amazing. Like, in the actual terms of, like, the writing and the story, it's fantastic. But in terms of reading it and loving the characters, it's god-awful. But it's truly, like, the perfect way to end the series, I think. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people argued that Prim didn't deserve to die. Right. I think she did, at the end. Like, in terms of the story, I think... That just had to be how it ended. Mm -hmm. Because it all started with Prim and trying to save her. And then it ends with Katniss doing all of this to try to save her family, save Prim. And then everyone's just gone at the end. Everyone that she tried to help save, besides Peta, is gone at the end. Her mom leaves District 12. Her and Gail aren't friends. Prim is dead. Like, it's it's just perfect, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Suzanne Collins did so well writing this book. It's so good. Ugh. And, like, the whole Gale and Katniss thing. See, this is why I want to be a teacher, because I would love to teach the Hunger Games. Mm. I would love to teach the Hunger Games. And, like, the only death that I think was not fair was Finnick. He's the only one that I think was not fair. But it's the same argument I see for Harry Potter with how some of the characters died. It's war. There's going to be senseless death. Mm. But, God, I wish it would have been someone other than Finnick. (laughs) Yeah, Finnick deserved better. Finnick deserved so much better. Why couldn't it have been Enobaria or Enobaria, however you pronounce her name? The girl with the sharp teeth. Mm. That was weird. She got her teeth, like, sharpened to rip out throats. That's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> um, but it's just so good. It's so good. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. I, I could talk for hours about The Hunger Games. It's just such a good book. It's, it is. It's so good. And, like, Katniss dealing with all of her mental illness and how that affects her. And it's just so good. It's so good. It's so good. And everyone's like, sorry, here I go on my freaking long-ass Hunger Games tangent. I've seen a lot of people say, too, like, Katniss wouldn't have had kids in the end. Like, she didn't want them. But it's, like, it's proof, too, which I think is also a perfect part for the ending to the series. It's proof that she was able to cope and deal with the trauma and suffering and mental illness she had gotten from everything she went through. And she was able to realize the world isn't as terrible as I thought it was 
like it's not as terrible as it was in general mm-hmm. and it's still not terrible now like everything is okay and i feel safe to be able to raise kids and let them experience a better life than i had and it's perfect <sighs> it's so good okay i i need to stop because i'm just going to keep talking <laughs> and talking and talking and it's just so perfect it's so good <sighs> okay I'm, I need to stop. I need to stop. Let's go back to Divergent because I, or something. Because now I'm or twitchy. Something. Now I'm twitchy. What other books uh, okay. were like? So, so I don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if the series was big. Yes. But we had read this series in book club, and we all had loved this series. I don't know if you know what series I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about Cinder. Yeah. Okay. Those books were huge when we were in middle school. Okay. I don't... I wasn't paying attention. I just... Like... I shouldn't say huge. They were nowhere... I don't think they were anywhere near as big as, like, Divergent Hunger Games, but mm-hmm. they were bigger, at least. Right. But yeah, we read those in book club, and they were so good. So good. So, so good. And I'm pretty sure almost everyone liked them, besides the few that never liked any of the books. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah. But we had read two or three of them? Two of them? I think in the... Yeah. Yeah. I think we were gonna read the last two because the last book is called Winter, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And we were not... No. Hold on. I switched the sentences in my head. We were gonna read the third book because the fourth book was coming out, but we did not read those two, like, at all, I don't think. Right. The Cinder was so good. It was so good. I remember reading it, and then the next, like, week, um, one of my friends, it was in high school, mm-hmm. so one of my friends in the cafeteria had it, um, like, from the library, like, from the high school, and she was like, this is a really good book, and I was just like, I just read that! It <laughs> is! And she was like, yeah, we're good. And I was like, you have to finish it. <laughs> Please. Um. Uh. Under, underrated book that I read in middle school. I totally probably should not have read it in middle school. And I need to reread it again soon. But it's so big. It's over 600 pages. Mm-hmm. Battle Royale. Okay. One of my favorite books Never of read. all time. Highly encourage reading it. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't know. It's just... So good. It's it's the Hunger Games if there were guns and it took place in Japan. Oh, okay. <laughs> um I looked up like cause the book popped up because I looked up like dystopian novels and stuff. And I'll just give like the brief over like the one sentence that I think describes it perfectly. Battle Royale takes place in a fictional fascist Japan in the year 1997. Hmm. So that, that probably gives you all you need to know. I swear to God, I just heard someone knock on the door, but I think I'm just being delusional. I don't know. It's fine. Um, and it's just so... It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I just... It, it's something that you have to read. 
Because there's a lot of characters. Like, there's a lot more than The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's worth it. It's so worth um, reading it. It's such a good book. And just like The Hunger Games, it's a critique on, you know, government, like, just all the general themes around it. And it's so good. Ah! And the movie's great, too. I haven't watched the sequel, but I've heard the sequel's terrible. There is not a sequel book, so that should tell you all you need to know. Ah. <laughs> um, and this book is the reason why I love the song Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen so much. Because uh, Shuya Nanahara, he, like, Born to Run is, like, his favorite song. Mm. And it's uh, so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Alright. So there's a book that I read in middle school. And it was my favorite book for four years. And everyone was like, why? And I was just like, because it's good and it has a good... Story, good, no, not a good story. A good message. Mm-hmm. I have to plug in my laptop. <laughs> um, so, have you ever heard of the book Wanna Go Private? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I read that in middle school. Uh, it was, I think, in eighth grade. So, right when I was ending middle school. Um, <laughs> and it was such a good book because it's dealing with Somebody, like a middle schooler, Mm -hmm. or like, she was just getting into high school, I think, um, talking to a random person on the internet, and like, she is like having all these family issues and whatnot, and she's like, being comforted by this person on the internet, and they have this relationship, and she basically gets catfished by this person. Oh. And... She has a fight with her parents and ends up running away to go to this person because he's just like, well, it's okay, you can just come to me and it'll be fine. Like, you'll, mm. be, you'll be safe with me. They don't, your parents aren't great. Um, uh. And it's, he ends up clearly not being who he says he was. Yeah. He ends up being like a 27 year old. And oh my God. And she was like 15 or 16. Uh. So it's, the basis of the story is, like, you have to be safe on the internet and you never know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And the way the ending of the book is, it it set it up so nicely because literally they had no clue where she went. She ran away. They thought she got kidnapped. Like, the, the FBI got involved because they couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's such a oh. good book. There are some explicit scenes in there, but, like, it's so good. I think everyone should read it, mm-hmm. just because it, the moral of it is, it's needed to learn. Uh, I'll have, listen, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Okay. Do you know if the library has it? I do not know, but I will look. <laughs> I will come take it out then <laughs> and read it. Um, I've talked about the Maze Runner before. Um... Which also ties into school because we, <laughs> because that book got passed around my eighth grade class and it was my copy that got passed around because I was like, everyone has to read it. Everyone has to read it. And then we all loved it. And then we all went and saw the movie together. Mm-hmm. So 
I still have that copy. It's very beat up, and it's at my parents' house. It's Great. very beat up. Um, sorry, I'm on Goodreads right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you know the book they both die at the end. Yeah, he's releasing a prequel for it. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, let me, I'm pulling it up on my phone because I don't feel like signing in. Even though I literally have Goodreads up right now, I don't feel like typing everything in, so. I'm just gonna pull up my handy dandy Goodreads app. I really want to read Jeanette McCurdy's autobiography. Oh, yeah. I want to read it so bad. But apparently it's sold out everywhere, so. Oh, yeah. Um. We have it at the library. You have it at the library? Yeah. (gasps) I know what I'm coming to take out then. (laughs) Oh, I know what I'm coming to take out. Can I talk about a book I read that I didn't like? Yeah. So, it's a book called The Year They Fell. Okay. And it's about all these kids that were, like, kind of friends, used to be friends, like, our friends, all this stuff. All their parents get on a plane to go on a trip together, and then the plane crashes and all their parents die. Oh. Yeah. Um, except for one girl. I can't remember who. But one girl, her parents did not die. Or something. And it... So, lots of spoilers, okay? I gave it three stars. It was probably closer to two and a half. Um, like, there was diversity. Fresh plot. Like, the first couple chapters were good. I'm reading my review directly. Um, and everyone started to feel like a caricature. And when I did some reading, I found out the author was a soap opera writer. Mm. So that explained a lot about the plot of the book for me. Because it went from, oh God, we have to cope and like try to like talk to each other to get through our trauma to everything's good. We graduated high school. Josie's having a baby. She's with her boyfriend. Everything's great. We're all going to college. We don't have trauma anymore. And I was like, that makes sense. Because you wrote soap opera stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> soap operas inherently aren't bad. But I don't think the concepts from soap operas translate well to novels. <laughs> right. Um, and like... Ugh, ah, it, I don't know. It was just so frustrating. Because... Like, the way it ended... Like, the book is pretty thin. Like, let me see how many pages it is. Because it should be on here. Somewhere. Where the hell is it? Okay, I'm just going to have to look it up on here. Um. Where the hell is the page count? Ah. This is annoying. Oh. It's longer than I thought it was. It's 384 pages. I was going to estimate about 100 less than that. Um, like, he still had room, you know, to talk about what went on. And then in the epilogue, he was just like, we went on a trip, we all got friendship tattoos, Harrison and this person got together, Josie's pregnant, she had her baby, we graduated high school, the end. It's all in, like, a ten-page epilogue. Like, huh. <laughs> like it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. I like some things about the book, which is why I got the two-and-a-half, three-star-ish rating. But, like... There was so much more that could have been done with it. 
seeing the cover of this book sends me back. What book? Want to go private? Oh. Uh, the library does not have it. Rip. I have it somewhere. So when I find it, I will lend it to you. Hell yeah. But like, have you seen this cover? Hi guys. It's giving me nostalgia. Oh. I have seen that cover. Yeah. It is. Because I used to. I reread this book so many times. Mm hmm. I loved it. And I haven't read it in quite a while now. But. So good. And the girl was 14, just starting high school. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm trying to look at other books that I've read. Because like a lot of them being loud. <laughs> because like a lot of them do re relate to like my time in school and stuff like mm -hmm. that, you know. Okay, we got to talk about it, John Green. We got to talk about John Sobbing. Green. So I okay. Looking back on it, The Fault in Our Stars, I don't think is that good. <laughs> I think we might have talked about this too. At least a little bit. Fault in Our Stars is definitely not the best book. Like, they kissed in the Anne Frank Memorial, like, museum. Like, what was that? That has the same energy as Justin Bieber being like, she would have been a believer if she was alive. Like, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, like that. Same energy. Same energy. And I was thinking about it the other day. The part where, spoilers again, where Augustus is like, Hazel, I lit up like a Christmas tree. That part. Ah, I was thinking about that the other day. And I was like, oh my god. That part was so sad. Like, I remember crying when I read that. Yep. Oh. Killer. That book killed me when I was younger. I don't know if it would have the same emotional... Okay, take that back. If I were to read it in a couple months, I don't know if it would have the same emotional impact. Um, because right now is not a good time to read it in my life. That's why Dustin and I haven't been able to watch Breaking Bad. Mm. Um, because Dustin, spoilers, Dustin was like, we gotta start season four. And then he was like, spoiler alert, Walt's cancer comes back. And I was like, we're not watching this right now, Dustin. I was like, we're not watching this right now. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Which I guess that isn't really that big of a spoiler. Because I don't remember them ever saying in the show like, it came up, like, once that Walt was in remission, and I kind of had a feeling it would come back at some point, because it's a pretty, like, that's the whole reason the show, like, the plot of the show started. Mm -hmm. But I was like, we're not watching that right now, Dustin. Maybe, maybe I'll give The Fault in Our Stars a reread in a couple months. See, see how I feel about that one. Because that book became everyone's personality. I feel like all of his books he could have done more with. But yeah. they were good books. Yeah. Like, I think John Green is a good author, but he definitely appeals to a very specific niche. Yeah. And I think you have to be in the right, like, in a certain part of your life to read them and appreciate mm -hmm. the books for what they are at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think if I were to pick up The Fault in Our Stars today, I would not like it that much, probably. Or, like... Paper Towns. Specifically Paper Towns. I probably would pick that up and hate it today. But at the time, I loved it. It was the I, book I needed in that 
point of my life, you know? With that book, when we read it, I didn't love it. I liked it. I just... It was okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. That book, something about it. I don't know. Yeah. I just... I don't know. It was... I don't know how to explain how I feel about Paper Towns. Yeah, it's fine. It... Hold on, I'm trying to find the Christmas tree quote. My computer yeah, is so loud. I, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, he just says I lit up like a Christmas tree, Hazel Grace, and I just... I remember that. I remember that in the movie. It broke my heart. I cried seeing that movie. <laughs> um, Looking for Alaska. I did not. So good. I did not read that. I did it's, not watch it. It's so good. I haven't watched the TV show. The show's been out for like three years. Mm-hmm. And I just, I watched part of the first episode and then I just haven't. And maybe that'll be the show I need to pick up in order to get back into watching TV shows. <laughs> um, I just don't have time to watch TV. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's a good book. It's one of my favorite books, like ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, It's definitely a product of its time book came out in like 2005 I think oh, so okay. you'll you'll be able to tell you'll be able to tell I feel um it's it's just good it's good I could not read an abundance of Catherine's I could not read did, that book I did not read that one it's not good it's not good like let's just put that out there everyone says that it's his weakest book I agree okay it's a, it's definitely his weakest and it's the one you see talked about like the least whenever mm-hmm. people reference his work Obviously, you always see Paper Towns and Fault in Our Stars because those were the two biggest ones. Yeah. But I see Looking for Alaska and Turtles all the way down referenced pretty frequently, mm-hmm. too. Um, I don't know. I had something in my brain. It's gone now. It's gone. Did you ever read Will Grayson and Will Grayson? I forgot about that book. I read it. I have not read it, but it is in... I think it's here somewhere, actually. At the apartment. I read it. I liked it. He could have done more with it. Yeah. But it was good. I give it a 3.5. <laughs> and he wrote that, he co-wrote that with, um, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of his name right now. I can't think of his name right now. David Levithan. That's who it was. Because he, he also wrote a lot of books that were, like, huge when we were in, like, late elementary into, like, very early high school. Um, cause he wrote, hold on. He had, he has so many books. Let's just put that out there. Um, he's done books with Rachel Kahn, and those are also very good. I do like their books together. Um, hold on. I'm scrolling. Do you remember Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? It was a movie. Yeah. They co-wrote that book together. Oh, That's okay. a good book. I need to re I need to reread that. And they wrote the Dash and Lily's Dash and Lily series and Na- Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List. I have all their books that they wrote together. Um besides the two more recent Dash and Lily books that have come out. And he did the Everyday series. I don't I don't know if you remember that, but it was where the it's a guy that, like, wakes up in a different body every day. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And he did the book Boy Meets Boy, which is, like, 
one of the first the cover's not gonna load and it's very blurry. Um excuse me. But it's like one of the earliest like queer young adult books, I'm pretty sure. It came out in two thousand three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's I haven't read it, but I do own it. And I remember that book being like very popular. I remember every day being very popular. And I think that's a movie now, actually. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, oh, Nick and Nora. It's so good. Ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I need to reread that book. I loved that book. Oh, sorry. My eye is very itchy right now. Um, hold on. I'm trying to, is that not a movie? Yeah, it is. 2018 film. <sighs> okay, I'm good. Um, yeah, Nick and Nora, the movie, had Michael Sarah in it, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings. That's who it was. Uh, I, I've never watched the movie, though. I did. Because I'm a firm believer in, I have to read the book before I watch the movie. And so I've just never watched the movie, but I read the book when I was, like, 13. So mm-hmm. I'm a little behind. <laughs> Debbie Ryan's in that movie. She was in everything. You're right. Okay. Can, <laughs> speaking of middle school, did you know she's married to Josh Dunn now? Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. I remember when I found out they were dating when I... They've been dating for a long time. Um, I think they... Yeah, 2013. I remember finding out and I was like, Josh... Josh Dunn is dating Debbie Ryan. I, like, lost my mind. Thirteen? 13-year-old me lost her shit. Wow. Me, 13-year-old me cry singing to car radio thinking about how Josh Dunn is dating Debbie Ryan. <laughs> um, and they got married, and I'm just, mm. I'm happy for them. It's great. I love when celebrities get married. Same. I'm like, frick yeah. Like, and 21 Pilots is such a weird, that was a weird era. That was, yeah, that was a weird era of, like, middle school. You know? Mm. Also, I did not realize how young they are. Yeah. I did not realize how young they are. Like, when they blew up in 2012, they were fully, like, 23. Mm. I did not realize that. Yup. I did not realize that. Oh, my God. In Five Seconds of Summer, it was only, like... 16, yeah. 17? Yeah. yeah, they're also very young. And that's like, that's insane to me because... And one of them's married now. Yeah. One of yep. them's engaged. Don't know what the other two are. They're living. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they had another kid. See, I stopped really following 21 Pilots around the time Heathens came out. Mm. Because I was like, oh, they got very mainstream. And this usually doesn't bode well. So I'm just gonna dip out and maybe check out their projects in the future. Trench was decent. Scaled and icy is not good. You know. Um, and I did not realize that they had their second child. Junie. That's cute. Rosie and Junie. That's so cute. Aw. I'm, I'm happy for them. Good for them. Um, oh. So, okay. I have the 21 Pilots page up because I was going to talk about them. And I just read a fun fact. 
They have also garnered 10 number one songs on the Alternative Songs chart, making them the artist with the fourth most number one songs on the chart just below Linkin Park. Huh. Which, Linkin Park, I miss them. I miss them so much. Yeah. Like, I fully accepted that they would probably not make music together, at least as Linkin Park again, Mm -hmm. since, you know, Chester, unfortunately, has passed away. Um, but God, do I miss them. God, do I miss them. Ugh. And, like, like, I understand. I understand. So, like, I don't know. And it sucks, too, because I was gonna, um, they were supposed to play in Hershey Mm -hmm. with Blink-182, and... Jordan and I were going to go see them. And I think, like, because he died July 20th, I think the concert was supposed to be, like, July 30th or something like that. Like, we were fully, like, getting ready to buy tickets so we could go and everything, and then he died. And it just sucks. It sucks so much. And I understand why they aren't making music, and I don't want them to if they're not ready to or anything, you know? Right. If they never want to, again, I understand. I support it. It just sucks because I miss them. Mm -hmm. (sighs) <sighs> that was a big part of my childhood, too. He had six kids. I'm learning a lot right now. Uh, man. House of Gold is now stuck in my head. <laughs> I, learned how to, I learned how to play that on the ukulele. It's really easy. Banger song. Charlie Plummer. She's Norwegian. Sorry, I'm I'm reading about the uh, Looking for Alaska cast now. Mm. This has turned into the book episode. Yeah, and we did not intend for that <laughs> to happen, like, at all. It's fine. Yeah. It'd just be like that, you know? It'd just be like that. Mm. Charlie Plummer. Oh my god, he's a year older than me. That's cursed. That's some cursed information right time, there. Time doesn't exist. No. Not at I all. I swear. It's fake. John Green was also in a, uh, like, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. It's called Let It Snow, and it's him, Lauren Miracle, and Maureen Johnson. It's not good. Don't read it. Okay. I just, it's, it's part of his, like, bibliography, obviously, and it's not good. All right. It, it's a film now. They made it a film. They made it a film 11 years after it came out. Maybe I should watch it. It might it might be better as a film than... You know... so. You know what I hate? What? Okay. Sorry, I... Has nothing to do with books. Yes. But, let us know, maybe you remind, reminded me of it. Uh, Hallmark movies... Yeah. Because they're all the same. Yeah. If you watch them, when they have the, just the Hallmark movie channel, like, during the holidays or whatnot, mm-hmm. just sit there for a couple hours, you'll know that all the movies are the same. Same plot, same everything. Just different characters. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, Okay. 
This is going back to John Green. I'm so sorry. I know, you're fine. Do you remember the show 100 Things to Do Before High School? That was on Nick. Yeah. The lead girl, CJ. Mm-hmm. Her actress, Isabella. Um, her stage name is Isabella Merced, but her name is Isabella Monaire. First of all, she was in the Let It Snow film adaption. Okay. Second of all, they're making Turtles all the way down a movie. Right. And she's playing the female lead. Cool. Huh. Also, <laughs> in, the, in the description for Turtles all the way down, it says... In December 2017, Green announced that a film adaptation was in development, with filming beginning in April 2022, so it just started filming not too long ago, after years in development hell. <laughs> Great. Yeah, she's going to be playing the lead. Huh. Oh my god. They're picking up, like, all these, um, they're picking up, like, all the, uh, Former Nick actors. <laughs> um, because Cree, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She was on Game Shakers. She's also going to be in it. <laughs> huh. I'm learning a lot right now. I need to reread Turtles All the Way Down as well. Turtles All the Way Down is the fourth film or television. What? Television adaptation of a novel by John Green. So the only ones, because Let It Snow kind of counts because he was part of it. Will Grayson, Will Grayson, and An Abundance of Catherines are the only two that have not been adapted. That makes sense. Yeah. Abundance of Catherines is not good. It's just not. Um, What the hell was I going to look up? I remember now. Um... All the Bright Places. Did you ever read that? All the Bright Places? This book. Oh, it's about mental illness. Yes. That book made me cry. That book made me cry. And it's just... I, um... I highly recommend reading that book. Mm-hmm. It's it's a movie, and I told Dustin that we have to watch it, because I still have not watched it. And I know it's going to make me cry, and make me sad. And Al Fanning's in it. And Justice Smith. It's going to be great. Alexandra Ship's talking, in it. Talking. Okay. Have you read or watched If I Stay? I've seen the movie. I have not read the book. Okay. Both are good. I have to read the book, so. I was sobbing. Just (laughs) full on sobbing. Because it's so good. And I'm like, no. Please. (laughs) I. That's another book that was also very popular. If I stay. Yeah, Yeah. That was very popular when we were in middle school. Um. Popular books in 2014. I'm curious. I'm curious what it's going to say. There it is. There's The Fault in Our Stars. There it is. We Were Liars. I never read that. We read it in book club. I must not have been there for that one. Because I, re- I don't remember reading it. I probably wasn't there. Let's, let's be real. 
To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh, yeah. Oh, that book. I hated that book, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I actually love this book. I just hate reading romance novels. Mm -hmm. I need to be more open to reading romance novels. And then I really loved it. (laughs) The Selection series. Do you remember that series? It's Kiara Cass, the one that has the girl on the cover with the pretty blue dress. Hold on. Hold on. They're making that a movie, too. I don't know if it's come out yet, but they're making it a movie. Um, this book. No. You don't remember that? Nope. Oh, that book was, like, that was the thing at my school. Which, granted, there were only eight girls in the class. Um, <laughs> but... Um, that was, like, the thing. I could not get into it. I think it's about girls that are, like, fighting for, like, a crown. Like, to be, like... Hold on. Hold on. Let me... Um... Uh... The selection is a competition for the prince's hand in marriage and the crown. Hmm. And it's, like, a long series. And I kind of want to read it because, like... It's one of the books where I feel like people are like, ooh, it's so bad and so trashy, like Twilight now, me at Twilight. Um, But I need that kind of book Mm -hmm. to read sometimes, you know, because I can't be reading all these like fantastic, oh my God, they're going to rip your heart out. Like they're beautiful books all the time because it's just like then the imposter syndrome starts and then I'm like, God, there's so many good books and I can't read them all. I need one bad read every so often in order to be like, God. There is some truly trashy work out there, and mm. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. So the show... Okay, so the selection was going to be turned into a show for the CW. Mm-hmm. And then it was not picked up twice. And then Warner Bros. bought the film rights. And then Netflix <laughs> decided, we're going to adapt it. <laughs> so... It was announced in 2020 that Netflix is adapting it. I don't know how far they've gotten with it, though. Um, sorry, I'm reading. Um, the author got into some controversy. Huh. Um, yeah, it's like a six. Okay, wait, hold on. So, there's The Selection, which is the first book, The Elite, and then The One. Those three books all take place in the same time period. And then The Heir and The Crown take place 20 years after the first three books. And then there's four spinoff novellas called The Prince, The Guard, The Queen, and The Favorite. And then there's they're all combined into one volume called Happily Ever After. Hmm. You're welcome for that. You're welcome for this history lesson on a book that you've never <laughs> heard about. <laughs> The Throne of Glass series. The Mortal Instruments. <laughs> the Mortal Instruments. The Doomed Film. Uh, that book was good. My mom and I saw it in theaters on the last day it was at the theater in town. Because I really wanted to see it, but she couldn't get time off. And I was like, we gotta see it on Tuesday. It's the last day. It's there and it's half price film day. And then we went. <laughs> Do you remember the testing? Yes. I really that book was that good. Book. Yes. It's at the library. I wish they would adapt that book as well. Yes. That would be really good. I think there's a very good chance. I don't think... Do you remember Shatter Me? That book series? With all the eyes on the cover? Kind 
Um, this is the third book, but it might jog. Hold on, it might jog some memories, like the this book series. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel I can't remember if Shatter Me got a book, like got a movie deal or not. Um, but I feel if Dystopia ends up becoming more popular again, I could see the testing regaining popularity. Mm. I really could. Because, and I want that to be a movie series so bad. I need to reread that series. I keep saying I'm going to reread it, and I don't. My possible ADHD be acting up right now, if you can't tell, by me just being like, Oh, ew, what is that cover? I don't like that. Ew. There's so many books that could be TV shows or movies, and then they just... They don't do anything with them, so they're just like, please do something. It'd be great. <laughs> I could see... I I wish people would do that. I really wish they would. Um, I looked up Shatter Me because I wasn't sure. Nothing has been announced. Film rights were optioned in 2011 before the f- first book got released, and there's been nothing since. Mm. I could also see that becoming a movie. I could. Oh, there's after. Ew. We've talked about this book. Uh, Monument 14. That entire so good. So good. So good. I wish... I really want that to become um, a movie or TV series. Mm. Like, real bad. It deserves it. Yeah. It deserves its time in the spotlight. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. Uh... Perks of Being a Wallflower, I want it to get a film remake just because Ezra Miller's in it. Mm. And Ezra Miller is a terrible person. Yeah. And, because I was, when I was on my YouTube account last night, I had the entire, like, soundtrack for Perks saved as a playlist for some reason. Um, and I was like, oh, I wish Ezra Miller wasn't in this movie. <laughs> like, it's not going to ruin it for me because Perks is like, Again, one of my favorite books of all time. But, God, I wish they weren't in the movie. (laughs) The Hate You Give? Yes. Great book. Yes. I need to see the movie for that, too. Good movie. I need to see that. Also, also, sorry, the reason I was making that face... Is because Ezra Miller is another person that I feel like has been, like, in the spotlight for so long. Do you know how old they are? 28? Yeah. I think 29. Like, and I remember, we need to talk about Kevin. That was 2011. They were, like, 18 when they filmed that. 19 when it released. Perks, they were 20 when it came out. Probably 19 when they filmed it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Ezra's just been everywhere, especially now with all the crime that they're getting into. Um, and it's just like, I feel like you've been around for so long and you're only like less than 10 years older than me. Like, uh. They dated Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> what? I'm going through it right now. I'm learning a lot. Um, Logan Lerman. Oh my God. He's 30. He's not... He's only eight years older than me. That's insane. Because I feel like he's been around forever, too. Mm-hmm. What the hell? 
What the hell is this? That's insane. Time is an illusion. It really is. I'd be saying it. I'm going through it right now. He was 92 to 02. He was like 17 when they filmed Percy Jackson. Wow. Yeah. What the hell? Are you kidding me? Oh. Oh. Uma Thurman's in it. (laughs) How did I not know that Uma Thurman... Rosario Dawson's in it? How did I not know that either of them were in The Lightning Thief? I've watched it. What the hell? How do I not know this? What? And Alexandra... I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Daddario? Was Annabeth? Ugh. So good. Ugh. Jake Abel? I forgot about him, too. Uh, He was in Supernatural as Adam. Uh, And I Am Number Four. I forgot that became a movie. Alex Pettifer! Okay. Oh, my God. It's all all coming. It's all coming back to me. Diana Agron was in that? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going through it right now. Alex Pettifer Mm -hmm. was in Beastly. Do you remember that movie? Yes. He was in Beastly, and everyone wanted him to play PETA. Everyone wanted him to play PETA. Okay. And he did not, obviously, get cast as PETA. hmm Do you know what he looks like at all? Yeah. Yeah. He... I can see why. Like... Oh, I forgot they wanted him in Fifty Shades of Grey, too. For like, why? He would have been a good PETA. Josh Hutcherson did fantastic, but he would have been a good PETA. Hold up. Fifty Shades of Gay. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Gay. Way better movie, honestly. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. As <sighs> what character? I don't know. Probably the main dude. No. Can't think of his name. Christian? That's. The Is that name. his name? Mm-hmm. Christian Grey? Mm-hmm. No. I'm trying to find the old, like, Hunger Games casting predictions that people had. Because, because I remember, I was on, I can't remember the name of the website, but I remember, I was like, oh my god, all these people are going to be cast. I was ready for Isabel Furman to be Katniss, and then she ended up being Clove, so it ended up working out in the end just fine. Um, uh, what the hell is that noise? I don't know know who any of these girls are. I don't remember. Oh, I can't think of how to pronounce her name. The girl from The Lovely Bones. mm -hmm. How do I, how do I pronounce that? How do I pronounce that? Oh. Hold on. You'll know her. You'll know her when I show you, I think. Why is it weird? Her. Oh! Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh. Uh. She's 28. Mm -hmm. Sersha? It says it's pronounced as Sersha. Sersha Ronan. (laughs) From the Lovely Bones. Um. People wanted her to be Katniss, too. I remember that. I can't believe she's 28. Are you kidding? She's been around forever. And she's 28. Mm-hmm. Oh! 
That makes me feel old and young at the same time. <laughs> um, KS go to Lario. I forgot everyone wanted her to do it too. And then she ended up being in the Maze Runner, so it worked out fine. Haley Steinfeld. I was rooting hard for Haley Steinfeld to be Katniss. Because everyone was like, um, they even say it in this. This is from IndieWire. Why Haley might not play. She's 14, so she's way too young to play Katniss. But Katniss was 16 in the book, so it would have been fine. And then they even said, um, you couldn't pair Steinfeld with, say, Alex Pettifer without it coming off as creepy. Um, Nina Dobrev. I forgot about that. Chloe Moretz, Lucy Hale. Everyone want. I remember a lot of people wanted Lucy Hale in there. Oh my god. So they have predictions for the other characters. Mm-hmm. For Peta, there's Alex Pettifer, mm-hmm. Josh Hutcherson, who ended up getting hey. the role. Lucas Till. Oh, I forgot about him. Oh my god. Do you remember Lucas Till? Oh my god. He was on Disney. He was on Disney. He was in Hannah Montana. He was in the movie specifically. Oh. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wasn't he the main love interest? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Till. Oh my god. For Gail, Taylor Lautner. Oh. Drew Roy. Um. Oh. Hey, Mitch. They don't have. I think Woody Harrelson was the best casted person in the Hunger Games. Hands down. He did fantastic as Haymitch. Um, the writers did not do good for Haymitch, but Woody did great with what he was given. Because I don't think the movies portrayed Haymitch as well as they could have. Um, they have Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp, Hugh Laurie, Brian Cranston. <laughs> Brian Cranston would have been good. He would have been good too. Um, no, they have Elle Fanning for Prim. Everyone, everyone wanted Elle Fanning for Prim. I remember that. And then she didn't end up getting it, and everyone was like, what? And, yeah. Oh my god. I'm trying to find other, like, old casting things. I wish I remembered what that website was. Ah. Uh. Let's see. Oh, my God. Oh, they have Jennifer Lawrence as their casting prediction for this. I know who all of these actresses are. That's, oh, my God. Emma Roberts. That that would have been a choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe Moretz, of course. Emily Browning. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> yeah, the film stage. that For their pick, they put Jennifer Lawrence of Winter's Bone. Josh Hutcherson was a frontrunner for everyone, mm. I guess, for PETA. Huh. They also have jo- they also have Josh Hutcherson as a frontrunner for Gale, which I think he auditioned for Gale to begin with. I'm pretty sure he auditioned for Gale. They have Tom Felton. Draco. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know who he is, though. Gaspard Yolio, maybe? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I know who he is. <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their predictions for Haymitch include Robbie Coltrane, uh, Hagrid, Bruce Willis. 
<laughs> Which, um, sure. Um, for Effie, they have uh, Kristen Chenoweth, Elizabeth Banks, who ended up playing Effie. Um, I wanted Kristen Chenoweth to play her. They don't have anyone for Snow besides Steve Buscemi. <laughs> okay. Um, for Cinna, they have Zachary Quinto and Stanley Tucci. Tucci? Is that how you think it's pronounced? Who ended up being in the film series anyway. So it worked out in the end. Um, Lenny Kravitz, I think, was a good pick for Cinna. Oh, there's Al Fanning again. Oh. And then they have Willow Smith as their prediction for Rue. I remember seeing a lot of that, too. And then I ended up going to Amanda Stenberg, so. Oh, God. What a time. What a time that was. <laughs> I don't know. I So we ended up making a book episode instead of school, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. It ties, it ties together in the end. <laughs> um I don't have anything else I want to add. Oh. I um I'm just kind of vibing. Oh, yeah, the question. Sorry, I'm pulling up the film adaptation casting. They're getting a delivery right now. Um the casting for the film because Hunter Schaefer's in it and I'm so excited about it. And I forgot Peter Dinklage is going to be in it. I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be such a good film. And, okay, final note, because I love The Hunger Games. I'm a Hunger Games simp for some reason. Um, <laughs> because I love that series with all my heart. Um, Gary Ross directing the first film was a mistake. Mm. Francis Lawrence getting the other three films and now The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Perfect. I'm so happy he gets to direct the prequel as well. He deserves it. I think they brought back, like, a good majority of the people that worked on the first films. That's good. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. I'm so excited. Uh. Alright. Alright. Question of the episode. Yes. Uh, the one movie that I could watch over and over again. Hmm. Oh, that's hard. I don't know. That's hard. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm looking. Tom Blythe is the guy playing Snow mm -hmm. in the prequel because the prequel is about Snow. And I in his film credits, his first film credit is Robin Hood and it just says Feral Child. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Honestly, I can't pick between these two. Mm -hmm. Probably Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I could probably rewatch those films forever. Everyone roasts those two for being like two of the worst films, like film adaptations. Mm -hmm. They're my favorite. <laughs> those two are my favorite. All right. 
valid. Um, just because I can't think of one, I'll say my favorite movie, uh, and that's The King and I. Valid. From 19, like, 50-something. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's valid. Yeah. I'm, my final thought, hopefully, is that I'm, okay, Dustin and I still have to watch the Harry Potter movies because he's never seen them. Mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix are the two I'm most excited for him to watch. And Half-Blood Prince. I do like Half-Blood Prince a lot, too. So I'm very excited for him to watch those three specifically. I think he'll like the last... Uh, there's eight films, right? I think he'll like the back half of the films more so than the first half. Mm. Especially the first two, because they're so young in the first yeah. two. Because they're 11 and 12. The magic of the first two films is better if you're younger. Mm-hmm. And he's fully going to be like 23 when we... Like, he's fully 23. And we're planning on watching them this winter, hopefully. So, I think I read it takes like 19 hours. I think that's including the deleted scenes from Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets. I think it's like 19 hours to watch all eight movies. Oh, wow, okay. So, we divide that in half. It's roughly like nine hours of film watching each day. I had it blocked out. I think we were going to watch the first four one day and then the last four the next day. We're going to take a weekend off and watch them. (laughs) I'm excited. That's good. All right. Well, there we go. We talked about books. Then we can talk about our actual back-to-school stories next week. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for building up all the anticipation and just not talking about them. Now that I'm a legal adult, I can actually say some stories that could have gotten me in trouble as an underage kid. Great. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be great. All right. I don't have a shout-out for this week. Um, everyone. Shout-out to everyone. Thank you for watching. And listening, of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have, Have day. Have day. Have great. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.